I'm your host, Van, and this is Best Week Ever. Hey guys, what's up? All right, so this week was kind of heavy. We are going to dive into Army Hammer's Vanity Fair article and the history of his family. We'll lighten up the mood with some TV, of course, and a horrible, but maybe not so horrible breakup. And wait till I unload on how I feel about our worst week ever this week. So stay tuned and enjoy. Okay, Army Hammer and his Vanity Fair. Apparently he lost two high-profile projects um, when the news came out of him being cannibalism. Um, a rom-com with J-Lo and a Paramount series about the remake of The Godfather. Well, maybe not the remake, the behind the scenes of making The Godfather. Reading this article was kind of crazy. I didn't know the history of Army Hammer's family background, Russian communist and American oil tycoons. But the article starts off with his tainted family history, and it goes deep, like some sort of explanation of what is about to come next. Like, it's a lot of detail of going back of his family. A close relative of his compared their family to HBO's show Succession. Yeah. Wow. You kind of get lost in what this article is about, and where it's rooted like I know it goes it just talks about like politicians even in the story um and his long career about his um box office movies of course were um they were a miss for a decade until of course call me by your name came out we all love that film I love that film the ending really got me um reading that bondage is his thing like his sexual kinks lots of interviews of him where he kind of confirms it as well um there's like a skit with bondaging with colbert i don't know but that really shouldn't be shamed you know the whole sexual bondage kinks like to each his own but the fall of his divorce put a strain during the pandemic but before the couple were going to therapy because he apparently confessed to his then wife about an infidelity situation which kind of explains the rampant dating afterwards do you guys remember that like during a pandemic he was just dating really young girls too like early 20s um, which leads to the young women recounting their weird but short time with their relationship with Army Hammer. Um, apparently, he was very open about his mental health and the issues that he's he was battling with family. And it's crazy to hear how much he unloaded in such a very um, short time of knowing someone. Also, this Playboy quote, I'm going to paraphrase. He says, I used to like to be a dominant lover, 
grabbing of the neck and hair. Then you get married and your sexual appetite changes. You can't really pull your wife's hair because he respects her too much to do the things he really wants to do. In the article, two ladies do come out. Um, I'm not going to say their name because you can read it. I'll put the link on the description. But they describe their sexual um, encounters with ARMY. And yeah, it's not looking very good. And the visits of the ladies meeting his mom. His mom's very Christian. Like she values... um, Christianity, it's just a little weird of an information to know about her. But yeah, the article takes a deep dive of the history of the Hammer Men and their descriptions within the family, which explains Army's weird kink. I mean, he'll probably be out of the limelight for a long time. Don't know. I mean, he is a gorgeous white male actor. I don't, I don't know what would be happening to him but just the fact that there's a cannibal actor out there um meantime he'll be coming back I don't know if he's really gonna be coming back but to each his own I'm not gonna judge on sexual action preferences I guess um but we'll see I don't know if it actually made a dent I've It's just confirming things we already knew when we found out, right? But we'll see when, if more news come out, or if he'll be starring in any films anytime soon. News broke out that our new host for the next Bachelorette series coming out in Well, it's actually being filmed right now in March. I'm not too sure when it's supposed to come out. Maybe May. Anyway, um, Taysha, like I wished for, is going to be our host alongside with Kristen Bristow, which I can't wait to watch. It's going to be funny. I can totally see these ladies just like empowering each other, rooting each other on, especially Katie. I can see them being great advisors on the show because they used to be the bachelorette um yeah so it's rumored that chris harrison is still being stepped aside guys he's not fired he is set to be back for the bachelor next year um because he needs to take a longer break three weeks doesn't cut like that's not a break um but apparently he is going through some race historian cultures um but hopefully these new women hosts will change their minds and they won't even need to have him back because there really is no point the fact that two women are hosting a multi-million tv show reality tv show that's been on for almost two decades i'm here for it and it makes me want to watch the bachelorette katie because i was kind of you know not really happy about it i would have wished to seen brie be the bachelorette another new tv show for you housewives fans i don't know if you're a lisa vanderpump fan i am and i'm not i go back and forth we all started loving her right 
Anyway, she is going to be on E, not on Bravo. She will be on E on March 18th with her new show called Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump. She has soirees, small parties for her celebrity friends, and she gets them drunk, hence the name Overserved. Um, the trailer got me excited when I saw everyone, like, you know, hanging out in her house. Her house is crazy. Um, and she's really great on planning events. And just the guest list, I was excited. Lala is one of them. But the minute I saw James being one of her guests, I was like, okay, I'm back in. Um, I'm super excited. March 18th. I wonder if there's any rift between Lisa and Andy. I mean, I know Andy no longer is pretty much owner of Bravo. He doesn't really even produce anymore. He just arrives as host, you know, like he's done his job. So I wonder if he's like happy for her or maybe upset that he didn't, she didn't do a show in Bravo or then again, like I can totally see the Housewives of Beverly Hills just being a, you know how they are in the show. They're just so petty. Like they can't, you can't drop anything with these ladies without them being butthurt. I'm so down for a new cast of Beverly Hills. They have no drama. They don't want to talk about their lives like ever. They rather just bully one person in the show and like try to like get information from them when like look in the mirror dude yes i'm talking to you lisa renna <laughs> i'm joking breaking news that i got today well i read last night but i added it on for today's show possible breakup but i'm pretty sure they are 100 broken up j-lo and a-rod over madison from southern charm so i don't watch this show and i had to go back and um see who she is who because I know a couple characters of the southern charm but I didn't know this girl so she's brand new I saw the reunion the clip of her saying that she facetimes a rod more than once because apparently the some of the cast members know this relationship through facetime that she has with a rod well anyway this clip has been going around since then of her saying she FaceTimes A-Rod more than usual. And does J-Lo know? I guess she knows now, right? Because that clip was going around everywhere. And we all know that J-Lo does not like to be embarrassed. Go back and look at her relationship with Mark Anthony <laughs> and you will see. Um, yeah, so it's all over the news right now. They haven't been shown together in a month it says someone said that they were last seen the beginning of march who knows but are we really that upset i'm not <laughs> j-lo is a hot piece it's the same thing with like kim and kanye these women are gonna be okay For my worst week ever, it is going to Chris Delia. Now, I know I've been updating you guys about everything that's been coming out with him, with his new apology video, the feedback, and now the lawsuit 
charges dropped. You can publicly see these papers now for all of us to read. And it is so dark. It is dated back to 2014. The young lady is under the name Jane Doe, as she should be, since she was underage when this whole situation happened. She was 17. The paperwork all shows how the interaction all started with him pursuing her. Very gross, and it's very predatory of him. He was commenting on her Instagram, engaging with her high school friends on the comments, and if you were to look at this picture that he was commenting on, it's a picture of all of her friends on Spirit School Day, like a high school event, and he's commenting. Like, it's, it's just yucky all over. And the fact that he was, like, engaging with her friends, like, she made her feel so special. This 34-year-old famous comedian actor has that blue check on Instagram commenting on a 17 year old's Instagram account where all her friends are saying how do you know him it's it's no wonder why like there was like she she was so special I guess of course these girls are freaking out like um but it's very manipulative of him inviting her to his show as well he would continually snapchat her and um, engage with her in email as well so let's get in to the, the day of the invitation that he invited her of his show before the show he invited her to the hotel Nervously so, she brought a friend along. Remember, she's 17, they're teenagers. Like, I would be excited for my friend to meet a comedian actor who was, like, treating her all special. And it's just dark because he invited her to the hotel and um, didn't tell her the room number, just told her the floor they were hanging around in the hallway and he texted her like tell your friend to leave so her friend had to leave her behind and like that's when she entered the hotel room and that's when the creepy shit started just red flags everywhere the fact that he was grooming her from the jump and just treating her special it and also not he would not talk to her until she would send him a pic like he was very like i'm you didn't send me a picture today so like i'm going to ignore you doing that to a 17 year old a, a 34 year old adult man he knew what he was fucking doing and i'm sorry to say this late but yes trigger warning for young ladies who have probably gone through this i know i have <laughs> And I didn't know, like, how dirty that shit is until you get older, you know? Um, it's why I tell my cousins who are now 17, 16, like, my daughter, like, it's not a flex for a older man 
to crush on you, okay? It's not cool for you to be flirting with a 24-year-old man. I know it might be cool to you and your friends for the attention that you're getting, but deep down, like, that shit is gross, and that man is a loser because every man that I ended up knowing in my mid-20s who was dating a younger girl really didn't have the capacity to date a woman of his own age because of how much of a disgusting person he really turns out to be. Had to take a breather. (laughs) The details to the sexual encounter is very disturbing. She was a virgin before meeting him on this night and he groomed her into sex and the information of its rape. After their encounter, I'm not going to go much detail. Um, you can it's pub, You can read it. I'll see if I can find a link so I can put it in the description for you to read because it's very disturbing. And the fact that this guy just came out with a podcast too. My mouth, it, it's leaving such a bad taste in my fucking mouth. So here's the gross part. I mean, I know I've probably already been talking so much gross stuff and I'm sorry. Again, (laughs) I'm just reading what I read. He unfollowed her the next day. He ghosted her the next day after their sexual encounter. He degraded this young girl to get his way and the specifics on his request has left my blood cold. Like, I'm shook. It's very traumatic. Like I said, it's past trauma of men just manipulating you into doing something you don't want to do just because you want to have their attention, especially at 17. Um, you And honestly, a 34-year-old woman would not put up with that shit. Like, if you were to ask a 29-year-old woman to date a 34-year-old man doing that, they would tell you right now they would not deal with an asshole like that. Um, It's heartbreaking, though, because she is a child. And for her, you know, he took that special first time away, too. And, like, everything is so dramatic in those in that tender age of 16, 17, 18, everything is just so important. Um yeah, his actions has harmed this girl's well-being mentally, emotionally, and physically. I hope this piece of shit goes to hell. <laughs> All there was also two other comedians that were named in the article. Uh, not article, I'm sorry, in the lawsuit. Um, Brian Callen, who's also facing a lawsuit. This guy always gave me creepy vibes to begin with. Just, even with the characters that he played, he always played this rough asshole. Guys, he was in Sex in the City. He was the guy with the big dick in the wedding. Do you remember that? Where like Carrie was dating that guy with, um, who was in the wedding and like she couldn't walk that day <laughs> like it really hurt um yeah it's that guy Jesus 
it's crazy how these men go for these roles that make them creepy. Like, mind you, Christelia in Workaholics plays, like, a child molester. It, we need to watch out for these men that go out for those roles, I guess. But yes, Christelia, this is truly your worst week, worst month, worst year. Um, I just can't believe he came out with a podcast this week, the same week that these law, these papers came out in public. And they're going to push the charges. And he, yeah, we'll definitely find out more information about this mind you he is a freshly new dad as well um i don't think that's been talked about in the media that he is a new dad and yeah this young woman is now 24 it's been seven years since this whole incident happened and um yeah i no more women will probably come out and the details to this case is just absolutely horrific and we will definitely keep tabs of it oh my god a body look at that body did you know that song came out 20 years ago number one hit song 2001 came out 20 years ago. I was 13 years old. I danced that whole dance routine of the breakdown. Dude, I wanted to be a backup dancer when I was a little kid. I was super into cheerleading. I was in a competitive cheerleader and cheerleading competition nation. We won states. Um, not trying to brag, but yeah. But yes, JLo, Janet Jackson, Love the fact that that came out and it made me really happy. I hope you guys have a great weekend and I will see you next Wednesday for your best week ever. Thanks guys. Bye.